At Chicken Salad Chick, our fan favorite delicious diva is back. With bright notes of fresh dill and crunchy cucumbers, it's bursting with flavor. And bring on spring with our seasonal strawberry and pecan salad and key lime pie. They're both a little sweet and a little tangy. Available for a limited time only. At Chicken Salad Chick, every order is made with care. And with online ordering options, we've made it easier to enjoy Chicken Salad Chick however you feel most comfortable. Available in store, in the drive-thru, or online at chickensaladchick.com for takeout, curbside, or delivery where available. This podcast is dedicated to our dear friend, Barry Scott. He was a husband, a father, a mentor, a teacher, a leader, a director, an actor, a producer, a voiceover artist. Some stories must be told. And a motivator. He was a lot of things to so many different people. He made you believe in yourself, even when you didn't, and gave you a story to help you remember. Now, we just celebrated Martin Luther King Day, and Mr. Scott always reminded us to have a dream, just like Martin Luther King did. Barry Scott, we honor, salute, and thank you for your service to the world. I have a dream, my four little children, one day may live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of the character. I have a dream today. Some stories must be told. My name is William Barry Scott. I have often wondered to myself, what if Martin Luther King Jr. were alive today? What would he be saying? What would he be doing? What would he be preaching? What would he be teaching? What words would he give us today? What would he say about his great dream for America? Even though we face the difficulties of today and tomorrow, I still have a dream. Martin Luther King Jr. He had a deep sense of religious vocation. He believed that somehow God had called him to encourage the United States of America to admit that it had mistreated its citizens of African descent who had known slavery, racial discrimination, and deprivation. Some stories must be told. This is one of them. They said Oprah couldn't come in. That's right, I remember that, I remember that. So that's what I'm telling you. So you enriching these people, making them multi-millionaires over and over and over and over and over. And then you go to their little store. They won't even let you in. Yeah. How insane is that? Yeah. <laughs> and after that, they, they put out a little apology. We're sorry. We, we yeah. love the black community. We will never sure. do that. We are striving right. for it. Of course. Da, 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 da. Of you look at the exec board. You look at the Words. people working yeah. high up. And it'd be just a whole bunch of white folks. You yeah, don't even have to go there. that far. Look at look at undercover boss. <laughs> I don't even have to go to I don't have to even go there. I can look at undercover boss hey, boardroom say, ain't no brother, sister, Mexican, yeah. Asian, nothing. <laughs> Welcome to the TMF Podcast, where we have too many feelings. I'm your host, T Staples, and I'm joined by it's your main man, Freddie B, in the building. Oh, yes, he is. I'm glad you're in the building, Freddie B, because I heard it's cold outside. So anyway, all y'all listening, we'll bring you all these feelings from the comfort of our homes. That's right. 100% remote. So if you feel our show, show us how you feel by subscribing so you can get notified when the new episodes drop. And if you like what you're hearing, send us a message. Our handles are in the description below. We'd love to know how you feel. In today's episode... We're going to be talking 
about the shifting tides in D.C. And I'm straight thug storming the Capitol. That's right, people. Thug. <laughs> thug is delicious. Thug, thug, delicious at the Capitol. But first, it's time for a segment I like to call The Internet Never Lost. Never lost. <laughs> That's right. In my uh, attempt to navigate through the endless insanity of interconnectivity that we all call the Internet, I find myself, I don't know, lamenting. Is that the right word, Freddie B? I find myself um, wrestling with the fact that I just watched the the most epic, hypocritical moment in history happen. A bunch of folks, white folks mostly, storming the Capitol because they upset at the outcome of our United States election for the president and vice president is. So now... We got all these people storming the Capitol. I instantly start thinking, where are they friends at? Well, guess what, people? I found one of them. Let's take a listen. I hope you're fucking happy and sad, you fucking little piss pants pieces of shit. Oh, we're going to storm the Capitol. Let's storm the Capitol. We're patriots. You're a fucking coward. Patriots. Jesus Christ. Fucking idiots that I played high school football with wearing a goddamn... American flag bandana talking about we gotta get up there and storm. We gotta take our country back. From what? From fucking what? What are you so goddamn upset about? What has anyone ever done to you? You fucking entitled piece of shit. Don't you ever fucking call me one again. Don't you ever say, Corey, you fucking snowflake. You're a liberal. That means that y'all look, look, look. What? Want some people to not be sick every now and then? Is this the thing that you can't fucking stand? So you've got to get in your goddamn fucking piece of shit Ford F-150 you got from your dad, drive it to D.C. and pitch a fucking fit? Is that what it is? Is it health care? Is, is it still with the fucking guns? Is that what? What is it? You said Obama was taking them. Eight fucking years ago you said that. Nothing. What is it that this country hasn't fucking given you? You literally got escorted out of the Capitol building aside from the ones that they had to fucking shoot. Is that what it takes? Did you just want to be a fucking martyr? God, you're so fucking pathetic. Do you not ever just sit there and think, my kids are going to see this. My grandkids are going to see this. They're going to put it in the textbook and you're going to look like the dumbest motherfucker in the world. Nobody will give a shit about Watergate. Nobody. That is fucking... Dude, I'm out of breath from how stupid y'all are. What is it that this country doesn't give you that you think you have to do some bullshit like this? But when you see a fucking black person actually get shot, no gun in their hands, nothing. Oh, they should just comply. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. What is your goddamn problem? Quit giving... Just quit embarrassing me, man. I want my fucking country back. How about that? God damn it. (laughs) Fuck y'all, you fucking cowards. Well, that's that's definitely a country bama that has a, the right message. So listen, you know, Corey, Co- Co- Corey laid it out pretty flat, you know, for y'all. So, so so that's y'all friend. Y'all need to listen to Corey. All y'all white folks that got a Corey in your life, you know, you need to get the Karens out your life and get a Corey in your life. Okay, white folks, get you a Corey in your life. And so listen, and, and I kept watching the footage. As I kept seeing stuff, I started wondering myself, what happened to security? What was going on? Why weren't they prepared for this? Didn't they know that there was a rally right before this happened? Wasn't there security at the rally? What was going on? 
So I searched around and I found another clip on the internet. This comes from a retired police officer, Butch Jones, one of the founding members of the Black Police Association for the Capitol Hill Police Officers and a veteran. Let's hear what he had to say about the security and his thoughts on the people storming the Capitol. Um, I was appalled when I first saw it. Um, no preparation, no outer perimeter, perimeter no inner perimeter. Um, they was not prepared at all. Normally, in a situation like this, we usually um, are with Metropolitan Police, United States uh, Park Police, and Capitol Police. I didn't see any of that yesterday. Also, I didn't see any horses, which is a, a great crowd Dang, stopper. No I think they allowed them no to do what they did. Mm-mm. There was no reason for them to get that close to the Capitol. Um, I didn't see any re- uh, reforce coming in. Nobody was called in to help them for the Capitol Police management to not uh, accept the offer from the FBI, the military. Um, I thought that was a shame by itself to... Um, let them guys stay out there by themselves. I thought it was a disgrace. And I blame management and I also blame uh, the police board, which is made up of the side and the arms of the House and the side and the arms of the Senate. They are responsible for the safety of the Capitol Police. Mm-mm-mm. Number one, if that was Black Lives Matter, mm. they wouldn't even got that close to the mm-hmm. Capitol. They wouldn't even got to the steps of the mm-hmm. Capitol for um, them to... Uh, I remember one day, uh, Louis Farrakhan came up to the Hart building. This wasn't even a demonstration. He came up to the Hart building and he had four gentlemen with him. And they held the whole department over. And they even had the SWAT team in the garage until he left. Four guys, plus Louis Farrakhan. They held the whole department over. So they react on on certain parties, on the blacks. Um, and I think that they was a part of allowing these people to come up to the Capitol the way they did. Listen, Freddie B, I'm not going to ask you about these clips right yet because I want to bring in our guest host. So I'm going to say this to the people out there. Do you have a core in your life? And how do you feel about the rioters at the Capitol? Send us a message. Our handles are in the description below and let us know how you feel. This has been yours truly in this week's edition of the Internet. Never, Never lost. lost. <laughs> and it definitely didn't lose this time. And now, here today to discuss the tumultuous times we're in, let me introduce to our listeners, attorney, writer, producer, director, and good friend of mine, Cynthia Minor! (laughs) (laughs) Hello! Yes, Cynthia, you there? Yeah. I'm here, how are you? All right, hey, hey. Glad Fred, to be here. Man, I got the grand the interest. Did you get, get that sound effect from? <laughs> <laughs> right here, man. I like Over it. here, I wasn't even ready for that. You weren't ready for that, Freddie B? I like that. Man, that, that. I think that should be my theme music. <laughs> I had to bring you in right, you know, the distinguished <laughs> guest as yourself. You know, I'm Thank so honored and, uh, and just happy to have you. Thanks. Um, so, Freddie B, Cynthia, y'all both heard the clips we just played in the Internet Law segment. You know, what, well, first of all, let me let me just ask y'all, 
What are your feelings so far about the, the, the unfolding of the capital incidents that have been happening? You know, I mean, since the, the attack, well, I guess, would you call it an attack? The riot on the Capitol to now, you know, how do you feel? I'll let my guest, Cynthia, tell us, what are your feelings? You know, the way I look at things is I try to boil things down to its um, easiest way to say it or think about it. And when I thought about it, as I watched it unfold, I thought very simply that white violence equals protest and black protest equals violence. Mm. And I think that if you think about it in that context, we uh, witnessed something that will be written in history books if this republic survives a hundred years from now, they'll be talking about it. Um, and we sat and watched it. Mm-hmm. And we watched a, a group of people wilding out mm-hmm. who, uh, I, you know, I don't like to do these fake, not fake, but false equivalencies about if it had been Black Lives Matter, if it had been this, it had been these people. It wasn't right. those people. It mm-hmm. was these people mm-hmm. who, for whatever reason, good, bad, or indifferent, um, are uh, of a mindset that they want something that they can't have. Because, see, they can't put me back in chains. I don't know what they want, but uh, I ain't going back. Uh, and uh, if that's the goal, because I don't know what the goal is. What, 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 you know, what is it? I'm like, I'm like, Corey, what, what you want? What, yeah. what, 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 what you fighting yeah. for? Right, 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 right. So, but I think that as it relates to the violent aspect of it, the reason that um, people don't know how to react to it appropriately is that it was white violence and it's easier to look at white violence and say, well, they were just protesting. Whereas if it's black protests, it's easier to say, well, they violent yeah. because, because they're afraid. Mm-mm. And all that stuff I saw yesterday, um, I mean, day before yesterday was fear to mm-hmm. me. It, it just looked like fear last week. It was a week ago, right? Oh yeah. yeah. Almost yeah. a week ago. It on just looked like yeah. on the sixth. It just looked like, um, uh, fear run amok. Mm. And I'm not mm-hmm. excusing mm-hmm. any of their behavior, mm-hmm. but I, but you know, we got to call a thing a thing. Yeah. And a thug, a thug. And a thug, a thug. Because <laughs> I heard somebody, I, I kind of remember his name. It kind of sound like dump. He said when the, <laughs> when the looting started to shoot and start, but I didn't see no shooting. Right. But I did see some looting. That's right. So that's it. Yeah. And I think, I think it's, I think you're hundred percent right. You know, it, it was not a peaceful protest by any means. This, they, the glass was broken. You know, mm-hmm. officers were intruded upon. Things were stolen. People, people were killed. People, an officer shot. died. And an officer, officer got beat. He got beat with a fire extinguisher or something like that. Yeah. can just immediately yeah. kill. Yeah. He got bludgeoned yeah. to death. Yeah. yeah. So, Freddie B, t- you know your thoughts on what you saw. I mean, the, the first the first thing that comes to my mind is a, a viral clip that um you know went viral some years back. Um, it's a it's a coach by the name of uh, Dennis Green. I think he was a coach at the Bears mm-hmm. at the time. Um, so, yeah, Minnes- so you, Minnesota. Know, was he? Oh, he was coaching Minnesota at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm a yeah, Chicago uh, Bear fan. Okay. Oh, you. Oh, you. Oh, so you. So, you, so, uh, so they, they were playing the Chicago Bears, were they? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that's what it was. Yeah, but he was um he was he was coaching the Vikings, and I I forgot who they played, but they lost. And people, you know, at the press conference, people asked Dennis Green, um, mm-hmm. like what happened. He was like, they were who he thought they were. They were who they mm-hmm. fucking thought we were, and he was smacking the the. Um, mm-hmm. The podium and all that type of stuff. What, what, what we thought they were. The Bears are who we thought they were. Now, if you want to crown them, then crown their ass. But they are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. 
but yeah, you know, like that that clip right there, that's that's what just pops in my mind with this. It's like, you know, what happened, you know, is you know, they were who we thought they were. You know, this this mm-hmm. is what this is what, you know, black people know. You've been around white people, mm-hmm. that entitlement, the privilege. It's like you feel like I've seen it many a times. I remember, I remember one time I was in the airport and this uh this uh white lady wanted to skip the line. The line I mean, I was an mm-hmm. LG, the line was long. I mean legit. The line was long as hell to go to security. It was mm-hmm. it snaked out of security and went down a corridor all the way around <laughs> back to um back to check in. Back mm-hmm. to you know when you Who go up to the that? desk to check into your flight, the the line wrapped behind all the check in desks and then came back around in front of the check in desk. It was long as hell. I ain't I'm not even gonna hold you. I'm not gonna front at all. Mm-hmm. But this white lady, this older white lady, she felt like she walked up and she felt like she could. And the reason why it was long because um um they they didn't have uh what's her name precheck uh-huh. precheck oh, got you, got you. yeah TSA it, it was it was just one line. Oh, speaking she, of which, both of y'all on the phone, uh, Miss Cynthia and Freddie both put me on the Gold Berenchi. I, I remember that was a, a request by Cynthia for me to get it, and Freddie was like, "Go ahead, do it, man. You get it for free with your credit card." But go ahead, I digress. <laughs> yeah, yeah, go ahead, yeah. Freddie. Yeah. Global global entry is love. I've, I've oh yeah, came back I love in the country. it. I love right. it. Like I, I get it so I fast. It. I beat I beat my I beat my bags to the uh, yeah me too. Like, yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and you just feel important when you come. Everybody waiting in line to check right. in. You're like man, y'all can y'all can have that. I'm right. right over here. <laughs> but um but yes, yeah, so, you know she walked up to the line. The line was long, and she and she showed her little stuff to the to the officer. But everybody had to wait in line. Like everybody had to wait. It didn't matter what you had. You had to wait in this long ass line. But she was like no, and she started arguing with the guy. And she was like this is ridiculous. And she she just stood there and just demanded. And it's like. How, like, how can you feel so entitled? Like, look at this line. It's one line. Get in line. But that's what we saw at the Capitol. And, and I mean, I'm not surprised. I mean, I, you know, saying, like, kind of what you said, false equivalencies, mm-hmm. it's really pointless. Like, we we know what time it is. We know, like, yeah, if it was if that was a bunch of mm-hmm. uh, black folks up there, mm-hmm. oh, man, they would have brought out street sweepers and AKs mm-hmm. and start mowing mugs down. Like, and then run they up in the Capitol? Yeah. They still be putting toe tags on black people. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Run up in the Capitol and take a and take a podium and break in the in Pelosi's office. Come right. on. Right. And like Butch Jones said on our clip, he said, you know, they wouldn't have made it past the steps. No. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I thought that was that was very telling the that and revealing to somebody who actually was working on the force to say that. Because I know I've said that, but I I've been a civilian. I've only visited, you know, DC and I've seen the monuments. So for me as a civilian, I'm looking at the fact that Black Lives Matter protested at the Capitol and they had what looked like a mini army on the steps of the Capitol to prevent them from, you know, progressing too far up the stairs. So now when he says that as a police officer, I'm like, oh, that le- that's to me legitimizing that thought. Like, yeah, no, y'all wouldn't have made if it had to be oh, yeah, yeah. any other protest. They wouldn't have made it past the first. What do you say? The first gate or the first the first layer like they, they wouldn't yeah. have made it into the circle around yeah. the, around the right. Capitol. You wouldn't yeah. have got, gotten that far because. Typically, when you have a parade in in Washington, D.C., you have to have all kind of permits before Mm -hmm. you have the parade. And I'm just trying to figure out how did how did how was this group allowed to even march from from the White House or from the ellipse to um, the Capitol without a permit? Mm. And also and and, and so that that's exactly what 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 my comment was going to be is because the police is in cahoots like and and that's why people been talking about defund the police and all that because you got police officers who feel the exact same way. And they're like, yeah, root them on. Yeah, go ahead and go in, letting them slide in. It's kind of like the times I've been, you know, Thomas has been with me. We've. Hey, it's Megan Trainer for Profile by Sanford. Life's really full these days with rehearsing, performing, writing music and balancing family. 
I need a nutrition plan that's easy to follow. I need one-on-one nutrition coaching. With nearly 200,000 members nationwide, Profile is transforming lives with one-on-one nutrition coaching and customized plans. Profile has a plan for me, and Profile has a plan for you. Doctor-developed and science-backed. Find your plan at ProfilePlan.com today. Clorox knows you want your clothes smelling fresh and clean, but so what happens? That's why we created Clorox Fabric Sanitizers, to freshen up your clothes between washes, pre-treat extra stinky laundry, and make sure every last odor comes out in the wash. Clorox Fabric Sanitizers take care of all that and eliminate 99% of odor-causing bacteria. Plus, they're bleach-free and safe for all colors and fabrics. When it counts, trust Clorox. In the event where where it's 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 big security backstage, we're like, okay, can't nobody mm-hmm. go. But then I walk up and I know security. Oh, Freddie B, what's up? Okay, mm-hmm. they just let us back. We just oh, yeah, walk yeah, back. They have to have to us. I mean, well, especially in our whole. Well, we we're not, I'm not from Nashville, but I lived in Nashville for the majority of my uh, grown up life. You're adopted. You're yeah, adopted yeah, hometown. yeah. My adopted mm-hmm. hometown, and yeah, like I, I remember that it was. It's, you kind of get the big head with that too, because like Freddie B said, you'll walk up somewhere and because they didn't see you or they know you, it, it it make you feel good to just be able to walk past. But also, you realize there's other people who like probably sh- should be, you know, ahead. Right. I like, mean, I, I've, I've walked in clubs with outside food to drink, with bottles mm-hmm. of liquor right. that exactly. I bought at the liquor store, just because I know the security. Like, oh, that's Freddie yeah. B. Like, yeah. and I walk in with a with a bottle that I bought at the liquor store for twenty twenty something dollars, or walk in with McDonald's and. <laughs> I done all mm-hmm. type of goofy stuff in the club, but I like I know all the security, and I yeah. just walk in. So that's that's what that's essentially what we saw. We saw people who Trump supporters, they you know racist, the whole nine. And 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 one thing I like, and one thing I like to make clear, I don't, I don't. Some people like to just uh, make synonymous racist and Trump supporters. I don't like to do that because I I don't like to generalize like that. But we saw both, and a lot of them did probably overlapped. But then you got in the police. You got the people who believe the same thing, and they're like, "Okay, brother, sister, my friend, come mm. on in." I don't know why I did like a little African accent with that, but which <laughs> I, don't know, I know where he was going to Jamaican accent, <laughs> right? But but they but they but they saw their friends like, "Yeah, go on in, do y'all thing. We we support you." Mm. Well, um, I got a little clip I want to play because uh, as we're talking about, you know, the fact that the, the people seem to just walk through the doors. I always look at you know where it comes from, and a lot of people say, "Look at the head." You know, the directions come from the head. So here's what Trump said. This is a little clip for you guys. And I'm pretty sure you probably heard the speech. But if you haven't, here's something. Here's a little couple snippets of his speech right before the riots happened. They rigged an election. They rigged it like they've never rigged an election before. And by the way, last night they didn't do a bad job either, if you notice. I'm honest. And and I just, again, I want to thank you. It's just a great honor to have this kind of crowd and to be before you and... Hundreds of thousands of American patriots are committed to the honesty of our elections and the integrity of our glorious republic. All of us here today do not want to see our election victory stolen by emboldened radical left Democrats, which is what they're doing, and stolen by the fake news media. That's what they've done and what they're doing. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. You don't concede when there's theft involved. Our country has had enough. We will not take it anymore. And that's what this is all about. So we're going to... We're going to walk down Pennsylvania Avenue. I love Pennsylvania Avenue. And we're going to the Capitol, 
And we're going to try and give. The Democrats are hopeless. They're never voting for anything. Not even one vote. But we're going to try and give our Republicans, the weak ones, because the strong ones don't need any of our help. We're going to try and give them the kind of pride and boldness that they need to take back our country. So let's walk down Pennsylvania Avenue. I want to thank you all. God bless you and God bless America. Thank you all for being here. This is incredible. Thank you very much. He said, let's walk down there. Mm-hmm. You know, let's walk down. Now, I don't know why he would say that, but uh, Cynthia, yeah, Miss Minor, yes, Cynthia, sir. W- w- would you say that he's um, is the word inciting uh, yes. a riot? He incited an insurrection. It an was insurrection. More than, it, it was more than a riot. I'm glad you said that insurrection uh, because, like that. because a riot uh, has a limited point, but mm. an insurrection has the intent to overthrow a government. Mm. And he intended by his minions um, uh, and direction to see to the overthrow of a government, in my opinion, particularly mm. when his uh, when it, see the timing piece. That's what that's what keeps getting me as a trial lawyer. The timing pieces was a problem for me mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. it was just at the same time yeah. that Pence and the Electoral College were certifying the elector vote votes. Wow. So how could it be that at the exact same time that they were doing the votes and hear these people come walking down the street? Exactly. Why, why, why wasn't it after that? Why, he could have had his thing after that. He could have had it way earlier in the morning. But he decided at that particular time and that particular moment to, to uh, threaten, seize and disrupt uh, a, co- uh, you know, a, a branch of government mm-hmm. and, and was successful. So they won that. They did yeah. that thing. Yeah. You know, because you, yeah. that's what I said. You got to call a thing a thing. Their goal was to disrupt the count. They did that. Wow. Wow. And, they did. And, yeah. And that's insurrection. Even though they came back later, they could have, you know, they, they all of them are kind of a weak need and, and jellyfish to me. But mm-hmm. they but they but they decided to stay. Yeah. And they wow. and they finished. Not that they couldn't do anything else. And the two most important people in the whole building that day. Uh, the four most important people in the whole building that day were the people who grabbed those boxes and ran down the hall with them. Because mm. I think mm. that's what really they were after. They were the, after those boxes. The, the, with the, uh, with the uh, electoral votes in them? Yeah, with the certified electoral votes yeah. in it. Yeah, Be- you know, And you know what kind, of, what kind of hoopla would it have been in all these states if they had to go back to each one of these states and get the recertification? That's good news. I see, I didn't even think about what you just said was that's good news that somebody was grabbing those boxes and running down the hallway cuz I actually I hadn't even thought about it because I, I'm looking at what I can't tell whether they are senators or house representative people but a congressman uh, for, for for lack of better words ducking and hiding behind chairs. Wow. Oh, yeah. They're hitting the you know hitting the walls, knocking on stuff. You're hearing bangs and pops and you don't know if it's a bang on the door or a shot or a gun going off. Right. And I can only imagine that, like you said, those people who grabbed them boxes really are kind of uh, almost like American heroes. <laughs> they're the hero. They're the heroes of the whole story because I bet you, uh, I bet you dollars to donuts that somebody told <laughs> those guys get those boxes. I mm. bet you. I bet. I bet. As they say, where I'm the from, cash money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The yeah. police. I'm pretty sure the police is like, yo, look, it's the boxes. Grab the boxes. Right. If y'all gonna get something, get, get, get the boxes. Get those boxes. Uh, why else would you have zip ties and all kind of stuff? 
the the you know the tie people up and all and you know that cat was from nashville thomas oh wow the, the guy, guy that they got who, yeah yeah the guy with the zip tie all black on and the zip ties yeah i, I yeah. see him he was from good old Smashville. Smashville, Cashville, Tashville, Kennedy, Tennessee. <laughs> when they when they pushing them keys, I don't know. I'm gonna stop talking about keys. Last time the government cut me off. Right, yeah. He put a turn on again. Like, yes, keys. We oh, where you can get keys? That black boy New up there in New York City. Godly boy, <laughs> they gonna show up. But yeah, I mean, we 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 witnessed the coup. Like that was, yeah. I mean, I feel like that coup was a, a coup Is it coup d'état or well, coup d'état? It was an attempt. It was a coup attempt, but it wasn't successful. Yeah. It was yes. right. And it's like it's like well, this is America. Like this, we we not a third world country. With yes, like, we are. You know, <laughs> yes, yes, we are. Right. Well, you know, I always hear first world. Well, what's second world? What's that? Is there right. such thing? Such who, a thing? Who in the second world? Right. Because always right. the first and third. That, that's I guess yeah, that's, nah, yeah, no, that's it, Mexico. Yeah, it's just it's just first and third. It's first, just first and third world country. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was. I mean, I, it it just blew my mind that people, more people, weren't shot. I mean, because I'm looking at. Like I'm thinking, if there's a time that I'm gonna shoot somebody, uh, it's one. It's like because I saw that video that one police officer leading the people away from something he's supposed to be, and he like a crowd was chasing him Mm -hmm. upstairs. Uh He like running away. I'm like, uh, I'm like y'all. I'm like y'all. Y'all need to stop. You come close. I'm about. I'm one of y'all get hit. Right. Let let me tell you. Let me tell you about that brother from sources uh, I know. That brother is also a hero of the hour, even though he looked very unheroic at the time. But well, she got brother, a crowd of people with us. See, all he got is a stick. He got to run. No, no, but, but, but listen, though. No. The brother was leading the crowd away from the open door of the Senate chamber where they still were. Ah. If you, if you, get, if you watch the video, when you get to the top mm-hmm. of the stairs, the brother kind of goes to the one side and leans against the door and glances. And if you look down that hall, that's the open chamber of the Senate floor. So yeah. he ran the other way and they followed him. Giving mm. the guys inside time to barricade the door and get um, um, the senators to a place of safety. So he yeah. too is, he, you know, was a was a a, a hero uh, in in the situation because if he if those guys had gotten in that senate chamber, they'd have gotten four or five or six uh, senators. Wow, and you know what's interesting? I I actually saw like like the chambers. Um, cause a few of them, I think ended up making it in and, and, but they had already cleared the chambers out by the time mm-hmm. they got in mm-hmm. and the upper, I guess it's like an upper balcony area. There's a balcony. Mm-hmm. They had people tucked down and, mm-hmm. and like, kind of like behind the seats. And so they, they ended up getting mm-hmm. those people out as well. They kind of walked them out amidst all this drama. We still have that night, I think at 30, 3 AM the next morning, they finally certify or is it called certifying the election or solidify? Yes. Certify. Certify certifying election. And now we have president elect uh Joe Biden and Vice President elect Kamala Harris are now uh yeah, 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 yeah that's right. <laughs> are you are you you're you're, you're ACA? Um uh, AKA? Well, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So so you're Sorar uh mm-hmm. are now officially going to be our our president and vice president of the United States, you know, come uh, January 20th. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of curious, now that they've, they've, they've gotten them in, what is, wh- what kind of power do they have? Can they, can they participate in any of the process of helping to get these people who did in um, infiltrate or, or, or were a part of the insurrection of the Capitol in jail? Do they have, do they have any participation in this or are they just sitting on the sidelines until it's time for them going to office? 
They're sitting on the sidelines until it's time for them to go in the office. Donald Trump has all the power until uh, noon on January the 20th. It's still his country until then. Gotcha. Uh, uh, and when they go into office, they can start the uh, attorney general's office, uh, Justice Department, uh, in looking at and uh, bringing charges against these insurrectionists and rioters yes. who uh, tried to seize the um, U.S. Capitol last mm-hmm. week. And they should. Um, I've had a call. I've had several calls from some of my um, other folks down here in Nashville wanting me to talk about some of this stuff. And I'm just not going to do it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's why I was glad uh, that you called because I said I'm, I'm I'm not talking to y'all no more. I'm I'm tired of talking to y'all. <laughs> I'm so glad she yes the black outlet got some love. Woo! <laughs> Charlemagne the so, God but, should be proud of but, us. <laughs> here's my question: When when do you impeach? Because I, I, I don't understand being the senator or whoever is is in charge of impeaching them. Because I feel like all the senators and the reps and stuff that were in there aren't they supposed to be in charge of getting that going? Well, uh, there you know there are two uh, parts of the of the uh, Congress, the Senate and the, and the House, the House of Representatives. Right. The House of Representatives is the outfit that impeaches the president. So once they uh, impeach the president by a majority vote of the House of Representatives, the charge that they impeached him on is then walked down the hall to the Senate, and in mm-hmm. the Senate is who tries the president. They try the president and they remove the president from office. Right. And what um, O'Connor, what's his name? O'Connor, O'Connell, Mitch McConnell McConnell, uh, has said is that um, there's not enough time uh, in as much as there's only uh, seven, eight days left. And my retort to that, you you, you put in a Supreme Court justice in eight days. You can you can call a vote in eight days. My 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 retort to that is you was hiding in the Capitol. Like what? You do that to me. I'm not going to sleep. I'm not leaving until we're done. (laughs) Yeah. Well, a lot of but but see, I I I don't know what kind of Kool Aid uh, uh, Trump was serving these people. I do know what it was. It's power. But um, the the thing is, they will vote on the article of impeachment probably in the next couple of days. I think that. They were um, putting together a resolution to send to Pence mm-hmm. um, to uh, invoke the Twenty Fifth Amendment, and if he don't, and if he doesn't do it, then uh, right after that, they're going to have the argument on the floor, and then they're going to impeach Donald Trump probably tomorrow or Thursday. Right, right. I actually have the uh, House resolution too. A clip of them actually. If you had never heard what this sounds like, um, they, mm-hmm. they're calling. I think they call for the Twenty Fifth Amendment to be invoked. And here's a clip from the House. House Resolution 21, resolution calling on Vice President Michael R. Pence to convene and mobilize the principal officers of the executive departments of the cabinet to activate Section 4 of the 25th Amendment to declare President Donald J. Trump incapable of executing the duties of his office and to immediately exercise powers as acting president. For what purpose does the gentleman from West Virginia rise? I object. Objection is heard. Pursuant to to Section 5A1B of the House Resolution 8, the House stands adjourned to 9 a.m. tomorrow. Okay, so what I just heard there sounded like Kung Fu Panda to to me (laughs) when I first heard it. But Mm -hmm. Cynthia, would you mind breaking it down? Because it, it, it sounds like they want to invoke an amendment or something to, 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 to take him out or to something to do with Pence. Well, the 25th Amendment to the Constitution gives the cabinet and the vice president the authority 
to go and meet with the president and by acclamation, by majority vote of the cabinet, that's a secretary of state, secretary of interior, secretary, all them secretaries. Um, <laughs> Is that why they all resigned? <laughs> that, that's why they all ran out there like rats leaving a sinking ship. Uh, but they, Everybody except for Ben Carson, right? But we ain't heard from Ben. Ben got the COVID. I don't even know if Ben's yeah, still he, alive. He, he was asleep. Yeah, he, he, yeah, he was some rest. Yeah, no, he we was asleep. Yeah. Ben in the nursing home. We don't know <laughs> where everybody Ben Everybody been is. calling him. Everybody, everybody been saying sleepy Ben. Why, why is he asleep? Because he, he asleep. We don't know where, yeah, we don't know where Ben. You have not seen Ben since they said Ben had COVID. So I don't know where Ben is. Yeah. Um, but um, anyway, they get to, by majority vote, um, kick the kick the uh, president out they they uh invoke the 25th amendment which states that if a president is incapable of uh doing his duty then he's got to go and and i think that nothing more has shown or if he acts in such a way to uh put the country in peril then he's got to go because everybody every lawyer every congressman Every senator and everybody who's in any a position that gives you privileges pursuant to the state, you have to raise your hand and take an oath to protect mm-hmm. and defend the Constitution of the United States and defend it against um, enemies, foreign and domestic. All of us had to do that. And all of them had to do that, too. And the president had to do that. And certainly when we thought of defending the, the Constitution against an enemy, you didn't know the enemy was going to be in the White House. Right. So. um Anyway, Pence gets to do that. Pence is not going to do that. So um, with him not doing that, then the Congress then can go ahead with this impeachment because that's just that's as much as the Congress can do to the president is impeach him. That's mm. as much as they can do. Or, and they can, uh, you know, they can do something like censures and say we, we're offering a censure. But Donald Trump doesn't care about a censure. Right. You know, that's like what's time that? out. What's, you what's and time out. Uh, it's just a it's just a piece of paper. That says that you were a bad president and you shouldn't do it anymore. That's interesting. So, okay, so we got impeachment, which mm-hmm. is, is you know the twenty fifth was the first thing they tried, right? And then they said, they have, okay, well, yeah, well, that, that that's the resolution that the man just read, right? And so if that don't, if if Pence don't fall through with that, then um, the next thing they're going which is they've already i think filed the papers for impeachment or something they right. filed something um they drafted them they drafted them right mm-hmm. and so then they're going to move forward with impeachment mm-hmm. but if impeachment is looking gloomy what about and this is something i don't think a lot of people have thought about what about the 14th amendment what about the 14th they talks about there's a section of 14th amendment that talks about um those who incite uh insurrection mm-hmm. or rebellion against the united states from can from, be can yeah, be removed can be removed mm-hmm. and I, but, I, th- I thought about that's that. I was like, what about fourth, that one? that's you have to have three fourths you have to have a three fourth vote for that and they don't have uh, the votes got you got you because un- unless the re- you? unless the republicans some kind of or another uh grow a pair and do the right thing <laughs> but wait a minute so the the the, the republicans have to grow up but what about okay so while all this stuff was happening at the Capitol, people, let me remind you that that day was supposed to be a day of celebration because mm-hmm. Georgia is officially a blue state. Woo! <laughs> thank you. Thank goodness, <laughs> Jim Clyburn. Thank goodness, Stacey Abrams. Give that queen some flowers, yeah. roses. Yeah. Y'all need to. She need to be doing something. We were supposed to be celebrating that day. And this event happened. So mm-hmm. wh- why can't these two new, um, I guess, senators, right? Because they, they, they got Senate seats. Right. Why can't these two new senators? 
Now more than ever, it's important for you and your family to enjoy the spaces you're in most often. Visit fergusonshowrooms.com to shop online or schedule a personalized consultation to meet with our experts at your local Ferguson bath, kitchen, and lighting gallery. Together, we'll help you make the most of home and create a space you'll love to live in. Get started on your project and discover extraordinary products like the Quartz Lux Undermount Kitchen Sink from LK. Turn right onto Rocky Road. Merge onto Bumpy Boulevard. Turn left onto Obstacle Court. Seems like the only road we never travel is Easy Street. But wherever life takes you, Direct Auto has you covered. With down payments as low as $35 and helpful agents in 450 locations, you can navigate every turn with confidence. Get a quote today at directauto.com and keep driving. Rates, pay plans, and availability vary. Lower down payment is not savings. Terms apply. How you buy can affect price. National General Group wins to North Carolina. There's somehow participating in, in, in that three-fourths, or, or they're not eligible until January 20th either. They're not, they're not eligible yet. Until until that time, but so so it's still red until the twentieth. Basically, everything's still on red down until January twentieth. Mitch is in charge until Uh, the twentieth. Mitch in his zombie hand is his hand still a zombie? Does 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 Mitch McConnell look like Granny from the Beverly Hillbillies to anybody else but me? Oh snap! (laughs) (laughs) I know like the racket buffet. I don't know what he like. He looks just like he looks just like Granny from the Beverly Hillbillies to me. That is. That is too crazy. But once they get in, then we'll be able to. Okay, so after the twentieth, then things we should see a shift in the country morals and everything. You know, that's happening. Should I guess because can they they can impeach Donald Trump after he's left office, right? He could still be impeached technically. Well, 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 he will be impeached before he leaves office. Got you. Um, so he that just, just won't goes be tried. He just won't be tried by the Senate before he leaves office mm. oh and, and they and my understanding is that they're um going to try him after he leaves office mm-hmm. and why why do that well the reason that you do that is because um um since there's there if they decide to um find him guilty of the crimes that the impeachment uh, resolution suggests then he'll never be able to run for a, for a federal office again as mm-hmm. long as he lives. Mm-hmm. And he won't get his pension. You'll get any of those perks, huh? Or those Yeah, all his presidential perks. Yeah, well, well that, that's from well, what I that's from what I read. Yeah. He 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 would lose. He would just have to it would have to be Use and Kuse Trump who would have to protect him from that point. Yeah, but I I, I kind of <laughs> feel more comfortable with that though. That one of the things I think for me, I, you know, a lot of people want him impeached for wh- whatever reasons they don't like him. But it, it, one of the things I really have stuck to, even when I talk to people, is I want to see him removed from office. Uh, I don't care about a 25th or the t- whatever, whatever number they need to use to get him out of there. Because I do not want to pay or use my tax dollars to pay for his post-president, you know, activity. Post-presidency yeah. and activity. his library. Then well, every president a gets a library, either. but I think that's a separate division. Oh, regardless, I think yeah. Every well, well the, the federal government gives all the presidents some money um, for their uh, for their libraries, but most libraries are paid for with private dollars because they can't build these edifices for the amount of money it takes. Uh, it just seemed like it was separate, but I'm glad you cleared that up because I, I was mm-hmm. like, oh my god, I don't want to pay for this man library or. You know, whatever. Yeah, I, I'm just, I'm just waiting for when he get impeached. Somebody on the internet, because you know they gonna do it. They gonna make a clip uh, of the Apprentice, and somebody gonna look at him like Donald Trump. 
You say somebody's gonna do it, <laughs> and that's what I'm waiting on, and I can't wait to retweet it. They already got signs up um, around the White House uh, saying you're fired. Oh snap! So I got it. So the uh, Department of the Justice, uh, uh, the DOJ, I think it's Department of Justice, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the FBI. They had a little press conference earlier today, and the mm-hmm. um, acting U.S. Attorney uh, of the DOC, District of Columbia, Michael mm-hmm. Sherwin. He came on and he had some uh, he had some remarks. And I'm, I want to ask you a couple of questions about these remarks. Uh, take a listen to this. Looking just at the federal system, we'll try to do that via criminal complaint. So when these actors left the Capitol, these individuals, these defendants, obviously the the impetus, the marching orders by federal law enforcement was to find, fix and charge these individuals as fast as possible. So the prosecutors from the D.C. U.S. Attorney's Office, we look for the most simple charge we could file as quick as possible. So therefore, the initial charges filed in these cases, a lot of them were misdemeanors. They were trespass cases. However, those, those, those cases were opened on those initial charges. We also had several firearms charges. We also had several felony charges that were open with assault and battery, uh, illegal felonious possession of weapons. However, I want to clarify a misconception. This is only the beginning. So after these criminal charges are filed via criminal complaints, that allows us, that allows law enforcement across the United States to arrest people from Dallas to Arkansas to Nashville to Cleveland to Jacksonville. That's what's happened over the past several days. It's really quite incredible. Uh, Now, after those charges are filed, then we have the ability to then indict these individuals on more significant charges. And that's exactly what has happened. For example, yesterday, Again, only days after this event happened, we had the grand jury in, in the District of Columbia up. It was booked throughout the entire day. And, and for several hour upon hour, prosecutors in our office presented felony cases, significant felony cases related to civil disorder, related to the possession of destructive devices, related to the possession of semi-automatic weapons that are illegal to possess in the district. So again, I just want to clarify that the initial charges we're filing, these, the, some of these misdemeanors, these are, only, these are only the beginning. This is not the end. Is this a normal tactic? Because it sounds like they're using tactics, like we're going to get them on these smaller things so we can get them into the system and then we can place bigger charges on these people's on these on these different you know people we're we're arresting and i'm kind of curious is that normally how they do things that kind of seems nefarious to me like if they did it shouldn't they just get charged with what they did well there's a there's a lot there's a variety of reasons why that happens uh in the criminal justice system because in most types of criminal uh charges there's something called lesser included offenses mm-hmm. and if they charge you with jaywalking well not jaywalking let me say they charge you with shoplifting mm-hmm. um uh, that that will get you into the system, uh, and then they charge you later with grand theft because you stole a car. <laughs> um, then now you have a a, a a longer time in jail to spend if you're found guilty. So mm-hmm. uh, it's always been an effective way of getting people in, and it's also an effective way effective way of squeezing people too to mm. tell what they know. Because okay, uh, so okay, that's what that's what I was thinking. I was like, is it or is this a a, a bigger ploy to? Oh yeah. To, okay, okay. That's all, that takes place all the time in the criminal justice system. 
And, you know, you see it. You've you've seen enough uh, uh, episodes of Law and Order. To I see knew how it. Do I it. knew it. I was thinking like I was sitting there thinking like, man, this is some TV stuff. And I, you know, <laughs> see, and, and me and me working in media, I always have to like try to step back. Like, wait a minute, we make sometimes we make fictitious stuff. So let me. <laughs> I don't know what's going on right now, but this sounds like a plot to another Law and Order story. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like when he was talking. You know. Yeah, but that but that happens. That happens quite often if they really want to get the person off the street. Uh, and and because you can you have to charge people what you can prove, or okay. you should charge people what you can right. prove. Uh, and sometimes it it's takes not what longer. you did is what you can right. prove. Absolutely, mm-hmm. and sometimes it takes longer to find out everything you did. Uh, so I what see. they do, so I they see. keep you locked up until they can really build a fat file on you and let you know that uh, the difference between your life now is uh, an ankle monitor or twenty years living beneath Fred. Right. And so they not, are, no, no, not you, Fred, but another Fred. You know, oh, yeah, yeah, Fred was right. <laughs> I was like, uh, <laughs> oh, like, my God. <laughs> right, I'm like, 2020 was already bad. I mean, what, what, you, what you trying to tell me, Esquire? Like, oh, oh no, 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 no. Now, there's a $50,000 reward to find out information for the, uh, in, anything about the two pipe bombs, I guess, that were left mm-hmm. outside of the, um, R- RNC and DNC mm-hmm. offices, which they say are close or nearby mm-hmm. the Capitol building. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of curious as to like, you know, this may, this is just, this just seems weird to me. This is the, the district of Columbia, right? This is DC. Well, mm-hmm. They ain't got no cameras outside the offices of the RNC and the DNC, the, the monitor, the doors, like <laughs> they don't know who set them things down there. And they, they say have they were real bombs. They had timers and they actually had to, like, you know, to uh, destroy them or, uh, you know, um, mm-hmm. to set them off under, you know, a, a certain special circumstances because mm-hmm. they were actually real bombs. They were not they were not like decoys. They were like real live bombs. Mm-hmm. They got they, they have somebody on um, they, on video. They have a person. Okay. Um, they just don't have his. He was smart enough or knew enough about the camera system in the area uh, or knew enough about uh, surveillance cameras in general uh, to keep his head down and his face covered. Okay. But they have, but they have his physical description as it relates to height, weight. They're gonna find him. You can believe that. <laughs> yeah, because I, mean, I, th- I think I think nowadays they'll 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 piece together a yes. video. They like do that one and then keep going back. Like okay, you left from right. this side, so there's a camera right. keep piecing it back. Yeah. And th- but then it's then it's hard to see people's face now because people you got masks. Yeah. Got have a mask on you outside, but mm-hmm. in th- in and that he did it outside. They gonna yeah. find him. You can yeah. believe you yeah. can if if they don't find anybody else in this whole scenario. They're gonna find the, the the mass bomber. You can believe that, right? Right, and I, I hope they do. They 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 talked about having over a uh, hundred thousand or so pieces of, mm-hmm. of evidence already turned in mm-hmm. from the Capitol riots to even that that situation. Um, mm-hmm. They've got sixty people who are uh, right now facing charges: felony murder, civil rights, mm-hmm. um, inciting inciting riots, um, and. And what is this? Sedation? Is it sedation? Sedi- um, sedition? Sedition. Okay. What, what in the world is sedition? I sedition. Said, what, what is well, that? What, what, what everybody is calling a coup attempt and all ah. that kind of stuff and insurrection. Sedition is the action and taking action against uh, the government to overthrow the government. Gotcha. That's sedition. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. And, so, and, and so question. So all these all these charges, these are federal charges, right? So the feds That's are right. trying to find it. Yeah. That's okay. Right. So yeah, you're right. Yeah, they going the feds. Yeah. The fed, like uh, uh, six nine said it in the Breakfast Club interview. He was like, he's he he's scared of like two things. He said, like, he said the feds and God. So the feds <laughs> gonna the, the feds probably pr- 
pretty much know who he is, but they just putting mm-hmm. out there like, you know, anybody want to just confirm it for us? We'll mm-hmm. throw you 50, 50 thousand wild. We'll, we'll go ahead and throw mm-hmm. that to you if you want to just mm-hmm. confirm it. But other than that, oh, we we going we gonna, we gonna, we gonna, we gonna to drop that hammer soon. Oh, they want him to relax and think mm. that oh, they yeah. don't know who he is. But uh-huh. um, yeah. they, they will get him. <laughs> you can't play with the feds, boy. Nope. You can't play with the feds. Nope, nope, not with not with the gear they have. I have a friend who um, used to work for the CIA. His job was putting the bugs in buildings, and he said that uh, all over the world. And just a little weird looking little brother. Just you would never <laughs> pick him out of crowd. But anyway, I, I you know, I, I digress. But the uh, <laughs> but he said the thing that stuck with me that he always said was that um, whatever technology you have now that the public has is 15 years behind. Oh yeah. He said, he he said, he he said they had the FBI and CIA and all these detection outfits have satellites that can pick a raindrop on one leaf in the forest. Wow. Man, you know what? I, I, I wholeheartedly believe you because there is a movie there is a movie that came out before 9-11. So this mm-hmm. this will really give you an idea. A movie came out before 9-11 called Enemy of the State with Gene mm-hmm. Hackman and Will mm-hmm. Smith. You it. seen that movie? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You seen that? If, mm-hmm. if anybody out there, you seen that movie and see how they was tracking Will Smith. And this mm-hmm. is before the Patriot, before mm-hmm. 9-11. And this, so this was like well over 20 years ago. Just imagine mm-hmm. what they got now, man. This is insane. He said he, he said he just, he went, before he retired, he said that he would just be bowled over at the level of um technology surveillance technology face recognition voice recognition um carbon print recognition everybody has an individual carbon print mm. i'm like what he said yeah, yeah you got your yeah. own little carbon print yeah they gonna, that's why i don't do nothing that, i don't do nothing wrong let me tell you why because it's, so, it's so easy to find me like i'm i'm <laughs> I'm, I'm like i'm not I'm the most public person but i'm just like man you know i got I done been over here, been over here. So that, you know that so that's why you don't do nothing wrong, Tom. I don't do nothing so wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Not, not, not because not because it's just wrong. Nah, it's nah, 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 no, 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 no nah. moral, no moral. Right. Issue yeah, 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 yeah. I don't. Nah, nah. That's that. I ain't trying to. Get, this, I don't oh, like the idea man. jail. I don't like the idea handcuffs. I only like. Nah. I only. I, I only had them in the bedroom. I don't want nothing. Uh-oh. No handcuffs. None of that. Uh. Uh-uh, uh. You can't get me. Uh-uh. That's too much like bondage. I don't like that. <laughs> Anything that restricts me, I because I might freak out. I might freak out. You know what I'm saying? I, I can't. I can't. I can't deal. So okay, going forward, I know we all. You know, we all want to look toward the future. We want to. We want to see a brighter day, a happier day, a, a you know the, the greener pastures. Um, <laughs> I'm kind of curious. Do we think that now that this that, that this is kind of like have happened in our past, are we going to start looking at each other a little differently and one of the things that you know I, I've come to realize is that even though all this has happened, half of America still voted for Donald Trump, which means there's some people who really believe that his way or whatever something about him was right for our country, and that's very, to me that that is that is that is very telling. I mean, I, I I will say, you know, hindsight twenty twenty. I mean, you know, some like I I'm pretty sure a lot of people that you gonna get them, you gonna get them some grace. 
No, I mean, no, I'm, I'm, I'm just keeping it a buck. I mean, if you think right, about it, like, right, it's, it's, right. A, it's, I think we all have people in our lives over our lifetime that at one point in time we treated them nice or thought lovely of them or whatever, and then they did something bogus, and, and and then it's like if you if you had that information when you were treating them nice, you probably wouldn't have done that. I mean, we've all dated people. This, uh, you know, you can go down the line. So, I mean, I, like I said, I will say that I'm, I'm pretty sure the 70, 71 million people who voted for him, if you could go mm. back, he would probably lose a lot of votes. I hope that's true. I hope that's true. I think that, uh, first of all, um, half of America didn't vote at all. So oh, that's of, that of, is the, true. of the people. So I don't know where they stand on things. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, half of niggas didn't vote. So I don't know what they think. <laughs> so, but the, but the, um, the ones who did vote um, and, you know, um, everybody who's from Nashville, you know, we have to deal with our um, melanin, challenge friends um Mm -hmm. who do who did vote for him all of whom i have deleted and blocked and unfriended right um because you can't be um a supporter of this man and be my friend and be a racist they i put it out on the tv the radio to whatever this is so that (laughs) so that everybody will know because you um i I guess I, i don't know if i'm the oldest person on the on the phone today or on the broadcast podcast today but I probably am. Mm-hmm. And this isn't new territory uh, that we're on. This isn't new. I don't think too many people, black people, were sitting around clutching their pearls as we watch this happen. We've seen this happen on our streets all the time. It just was in a different type of way. Yeah. Um, and so I'm not surprised. I'm surprised it hasn't happened before now. I think the white people are surprised because for the first time, for most of them, they see how we felt a long time with regard to police busting in the door, knocking, knocking stuff down. Mm. You know, it, it's just it's to me, it's just um, as Malcolm X said, the chickens coming home to roost. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I do want to ask you this question. You know, the protest that you see today versus protests from back in the day or things mm-hmm. that we, we may have seen, you know, the, the, mm-hmm. the, the tapes of, mm-hmm. you know, do you guys are, are you seeing a difference? In the in the types of protests that we saw sixties and seventies that we see <laughs> nowadays, well, I was at the um, protests in nineteen sixty eight in Grant Park when wow. the, when the Chicago police wilded out at the Democratic convention, mm. and um, I saw um, you know uh, from a very safe distance because you know black folks know when to start running. That was the funny thing to me. Uh, that when the police start getting out the cars, all the black folks like, okay, it's that, that run. What's that lady from Georgia, Angela Stanton, who's a Trump supporter, who said I could feel something was happening, so I got out right. before the before the. Right. Now she she's a pro Trump supporter, and she said she got up out of there while he was still on stage. Right. She said, "Well, why he in the middle of the speech? Let me. It's getting a little wild. Let me leave." Some some that. that, 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 that that is so crazy. Black people got this sixth sense. They can just yeah, we do. Like, hey, but hey, we do. But we do have that. And, and that's why we've survived so long in this country, because we do have that. We our danger. Our danger meter is real revved up. That's right. And uh, right. I remember I think, running, I think every black person been at a club. And you be there, like, hey, uh, hey, hey, let's go. Let's, right, yeah, right, let's go. go. Yeah. <laughs> but but the, and that's what that's what grasped me at the time is watching all the little black kids run toward um, Soldier Field back over there. I mean, we were hauling, too, because we knew if anybody got their head busted, it was going to be one of us. Wow. First. But when we looked back and saw them busting um, heads of these white kids who had who were not armed, who were just protesting, who were yelling and screaming and 
um, saying ho, 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 chi men and saying the whole world is watching and all this old kind of stuff. Uh, I was struck the other day that these uh, people, many of these people who are out there were the children of these protesters in the 60s. Wow. So what happened between the 60s when we were out there marching in the streets for civil rights, for this and that and the other, and, and all these white kids were hippies and they were all this love and peace and, you know, stop the war and all this old kind of right, stuff. Right. What happened um, in this country that turned them into purveyors or raising this whole generation of um, people who would do such a thing? Mm-hmm. I, I would say it's media and more specifically social media. Yeah. I mean, you know, I think I think now we live in a world because um, because black wealth has decreased since mm-hmm. since then. You know, like black people had more money back in the, you know, um, as a community, more wealth in mm-hmm. the 50s and 60s mm-hmm. than we have now, surprisingly. Mm-hmm. And so I think I think that, you know, your your smarter white people that usually are Democratic. They know that they know. And it's the different things that they're put in place to you know continue to suppress black wealth. The poor whites who are normally um Republican, they don't know that. They look at media, look at social media, and you see like, you know, rappers, athletes, and they think that, okay, we're we're doing better than we've ever had. We make we got all this money now. And so then they're railing against that because they're poor and white. So they don't connect with the culture, which is what they see, the entertainers and athletes, athletes, they don't connect with that. They don't they don't see themselves as being a part of that. And then in the in the overall establishment, the corporate America, they don't they don't see them they don't see where they fit in there. So they feel like, hey, no, like we're losing the country. Like we're we're getting left behind. Because the thing is, is you go back to way back to the tens and the twenties, and um, like here in New York, the Irish and the black people were were all poor, and the Irish and the black people live where Central Park is right now. So Central Park used to be where people live, but mm-hmm. the city wanted to create that big park and they mm-hmm. wanted to kick kick uh kick people out. The mm-hmm. Irish and the black people. So the Irish, the Irish, they like, hold on, we're we're white just like them, but we're being discriminated against. But it was like it's it's always been the poor white people, they feel good if mm-hmm. they're not at least where the poor black people are. Mm-hmm. And so they'll 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 turn and join the the establishment to push uh poor black people down. But now now it's a feeling of poor white people feel like poor black people are passing them. It's like this illusion that's created by the media and it's specifically mm. social media. Mm. That's good. Well, I, I, I know I know that the uh, you know because I'm I'm writing a story about it now, and it's called the thing. <laughs> <laughs> and and the thing is is I took from Martin Luther King um, when he was debating um, Malcolm X is the thingification of black people. Mm. And as long as you can thingify a, a, a group of people, then you can act crazy toward them because they're no longer human; they're a thing. Wow. And you can do anything to a thing. To a thing, right. Um, you dehumanize it, right. You can dehumanize it. You mm-hmm. can you can say these things are the reason for the problem. It's the whole process of the reason that you have, the reason that you can't do what Thomas is doing is because Thomas has taken your spot. Mm. Now, let, now let, let's not equate into that that Thomas has education, Thomas knows tech, Thomas knows this, Thomas knows That's irrelevant. Right. You can't do what I can do, but I should still be in that spot. 
is mm. the is the is the thingified notion that they have. Ooh, I uh, experienced that right there. Ooh. Oh, all yeah. of us have. Yeah, all I've, of us I've, have. I've heard yeah. it so much. Like you know, you read it all the time on social media. Like you know, affirmative action. See, they're not even qualified to be there. And they took a spot from a qualified white person. Which one? I had a I, I had a conversation with a, a lady, and she was saying, you know, these all these uh, Mexicans are coming over here, taking all our jobs and mm-hmm. all this. I said, well, which job one of them have that you want? <laughs> right. I mean, I mean, well, you want to pick the celery, right. or you want to throw the bricks, or you want to cut the grass. Grass the oranges, what you want? Any right, one right. of them have that you want? Right. Yeah, I think, and I think, I think that's very interesting too, because you know, I got a clip for you guys that I want you to check out. Uh, comes from my own uh, Doctor Buddy Lee, and it kind, it kind of, it kind of goes along with the okay. conversation. Let's, let's, let's take a listen to this. Rashard Brooks. No police were killed in this case. Daniel Prude. No police were killed in this case. George Floyd. No police were killed in this case. Brianna Taylor. No police were killed in this case. Eric Gardner. No police were killed in this case. Tatiana Jefferson. No police were killed in this case. Michael Brown. No police were killed in this case. Tamar Rice. No police were killed in this case. Walter Scott. No police were killed in this case. Alton Sterling. No police were killed in this case. Elendo Castile. No police were killed in this case. Ahmad Aubrey. No police were killed in this case. We marched because we're getting killed. Insurrection at the Capitol. Incited by the president. Committed by his supporters. A police officer at the Capitol was killed. I have haven't seen one back to blue blue lives matter or anything else posted not one y'all are riding because you didn't get your way the diagnosis we are not the same Ooh. man dr buddy dr. lee but he, he be creating uh, uh, sonic uh, journeys. No police were killed no in police. this case. No police were killed in this case. I mean, but that, you know, but I mean, all jokes aside, you know, that's you know, that's I mean, it's sad. What else can you say? Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. You think about it, it's like all these things happen. We we protested, and not a, I don't I don't recall um, not a not a police officer dying, and I and I really feel like if a police officer had died, like oh my god. All hell would have broke loose, but you know, like like I said at the beginning, they were who we thought they were. Like this ain't, you know, I think I think I think it's black people now. Like I think what what you said earlier, uh, Cynthia, um, talking about us looking at people differently. Like my my view of people has changed a little bit from the standpoint of like now I just expect black people to support black businesses, like other black people. So it's like I I don't. It's, it's just weird when I see black people like now. I got Gucci, I got Louis Vuitton, mm-hmm. like stunting about they got all these, all this European or Caucasian business products, and it's like okay, like you will impress me if you like you start naming off black designers, right. black. Mm-hmm. You got some products. Jeffs, not some George, but right. you got some Jeffs, right? You you, some you'll impress me then if you if you you tell me Did you, you got go to like shoes, to eat? clothes, <laughs> right? That that's what impress. That's what that's what would be impressive. Princess hot chicken. Mm-hmm. Don't go how to be princess right. hot chicken. Did you go you, there? You can you can you can rattle off black businesses that you support. Like that's imp- yeah. you got like now Louis Vuitton, Gucci, none of that. Like I don't look at that none. Like oh you fly all that you oh I see you killing them. Like I could mm. care. I honestly could care less. Did you buy some Ivy Park? And I'm not t- I'm talking the non Adidas version, the the straight Beyonce version. <laughs> Ivy Park. Did you get some of that in your collection? Did you get a box from Beyonce? No, I think, <laughs> I, I definitely agree. I think we definitely have to. You know, we are not being fairly 
like looked at in the situations that happen when we protest. You know, I, somebody said something. Um, this woman who stormed the Capitol was killed, but she was killed because she stormed the Capitol. But Breonna Taylor was killed because she was asleep. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> like it was. Oh, yeah. it, somebody, somebody put say her name for her. I'm like, no, we're not. We're no, we're say not, her name. We're not saying we're her name. video. We can say her name. Stupid. Right. Right. You know? Like I saw the video. She was climbing through a broken window when right. the dude had the gun out. Like what? Yeah. You, but see, you could tell she wasn't from the hood. Mm-mm. Cause she just wait a minute, it's a gun over there. You, you heard the guy hold the camera say, "He's like, oh, it's a gun." He stepped to the side. Let me, let me just step to the side. You don't see y'all see the gun? It's a gun. Yeah. And she kept, yeah. but yeah, it's it. And then she got shot once, though. That's the crazy yeah. part about it. Like she got shot one time. Like all these other people got shot five, mm-hmm. six, seven, eight, nine right. times. Right. Well, Capital Karen. Yeah. Uh, met her match that day. Capital Karen. I like that. I like that. We got. We got it. We got to take that one with us. <laughs> so look. Freddie B, um, what do you want to see come out of this this whole situation? I know we're getting ready to come into a new presidency. We're going into a new administration. What do you want to see at the end of the day? You know, we we talk. We I all know we want Donald Trump out. I think that's synonymous. I don't know. If, am I right to say that? Am I? Yeah, he's leaving. Right? He's leaving one way or another. Right. So, right, yeah, yeah, so what do you want to see, Freddie B? Uh, I mean, from Biden, I would like to see these these student loans uh, forgiven, like he was talking about that he was <laughs> preferring to. Just give so, me ten you know, grand, I mean, Buddy. Just give me ten grand, Please, right? Come on. You know, I, I haven't forgotten. Like I did not forget. I have remembered that, and that is on my mind. So I need for him to go ahead and knock uh, Navian, you know, Navian, aka Sally May. She keep trying to change her name. I know, but, you know, but we, we still dating. Right? Yeah, we see you. Like the worst girlfriend I ever different. had, boy. Take you know, all your money and get no love. You know, trying to identify as a new person, like no, that don't go for you. So you know, I need him to forgive those off rip, off top, and then uh, you know, if he got another stimulus in his pocket, he need to go ahead and drop that off on us. And then, uh, as far as the people as a whole, you know, I like my my view is like black people. My view is like on stuff we can control, like black folks, like you know, like I said before, black owned business, like don't who cares about Gucci, Louis Vuitton, any of that stuff. If you ain't supporting black people, you ain't supporting nobody. So I don't care, you know, so that that's really my focus cuz I you know, we can't really just keep looking at white folks like, look, see what they did. See that's see right. it, it, we need equality. Look, see and like we we been known this. Like we just we you just talked about how 19 what 68 the uh the mm-hmm. Grant Park like that pro, that mm-hmm. um protest and that happening. Mm-hmm. Like stuff been happening. So it's like it is what it is. Like okay, now mm-hmm. Black people, like what we gonna do? Let's 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 get it. Let's come together like the Harlem Renaissance. We had um 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 Strivers Row, mm-hmm. black millionaires all in Harlem, and you know, and we had the Cotton Club, and we mm-hmm. were circulating this money here, and the white people coming from Midtown. Yeah, there was white people coming yeah. from Midtown up here to see Ella Fitzgerald come to the black neighborhood. They're like, we 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 need that good dope. We need that good that good <laughs> musical dope. Mm-hmm. But I mean specifically, if any fans listening, uh, right. musical. Mm-hmm. Totally um, watching. We got to do that. And, and we, we going we gonna go to the black neighborhood, and then we gonna take their money, and then we circulate our neighborhood, and then blow up before crack got dropped in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. We need to get back to that point, and so that's that's what I'm saying. I'm just speaking to black people. Like, forget the other stuff. Utopian mm-hmm. black, blacktopia. Mm-hmm. Let's go, <laughs> Cynthia. What do you yes, see? Sir. Other side of other side of this. Do, do, do you is there anything you got any specific ask? What do you want? I want there to be a national call to arms around COVID-19. I think that with three and four and 5,000 people dying a day, particularly in the black and brown community, it's time to declare war on COVID. I think the army and every resource in this country 
it needs to be figured toward how do we vaccinate people? How do we treat people? How do we care for people? How do we care for their families? Mm-hmm. Um, because um, I'm, I, I take great offense at people being reduced to a number. Yeah. Um, this is somebody's mother, father, sister, brother, et cetera, et cetera. And, and, and some people losing both their parents, children lo- losing both their parents. Right. So I think that would be my first thing. We got to get something uh, going with COVID. My next thing would be education, like Freddie B. I think that every frontline essential worker ought to have all of their student debt loan eliminated. I yes. think that every every nurse, every doctor, every EMT, yes. everybody who's out there on the front line and has been on the front line for a year mm. trying to deal with people with this COVID stuff, they should have no debt at all right. Uh, right. when they finish or uh, whatever time they can't take it anymore. I also think that the way we educate our children, black people, um, need, we need to take a, a, um, a page out of my dear uh, people from um, Asia. And we oh, need yeah. to create what back in my day they called it freedom school right. um, where we had to go to school on Saturday yeah. and learn about black folks. Because, see, they taught nothing about black people when I was growing up. Right. The only thing I knew about black folks was step and fetch it. Right. Uh, and and um, that dance and Mr. Bojangles. <laughs> um, that's all we got. Yeah, <laughs> that's all. That was it. We yeah. didn't get nothing else. And I think that where we do ourselves a disservice, even with regard to turning money over in our own community, is that we don't know anything about us. I was offended mm. um, when uh, hidden color, uh, hidden figures came out, because I was one of those little kids in the early 60s who was sitting around the television watching the people go to the moon. Yeah. And and it wasn't until whenever that movie came out a couple of few years ago that I knew that black women had anything to do with that. So my question became, why did they not teach us that way yes. back in 1962? Right. Or uh, 61 or 60. Why didn't they teach us that? Well, it was a reason they didn't teach you that, Cynthia. They didn't teach you that because they didn't want you to think you would ever be that smart. Mm. Because everything they'd ever taught you was a limitation, where you could live, what you could do, how far you can reach. And I think that that has kind of happened again in our community, even though we have more black millionaires, more black people are successful, more black people have things. But at the core of it, we still don't know anything about ourselves. Wow. And I think that we as we just we, we just got to create some type of Saturday program or something to teach our kids ourselves, because if we don't teach our kids anything, nobody, nobody else. else will. Is. That's right. That's right. And, and they'll be sitting around stupid mm-hmm. wearing uh, uh, Louis Vuitton stuff. Whereas if you go to the, the Louis Vuitton uh, shop in France, they won't even let you in the door. Wow. Mm that's mm-hmm. the truth. That's now that's the truth. I'm, t- I'm telling you what I know Oof. now. Oof. You go go take 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 your take your brown self to the to the Louis. I don't care if you got on <laughs> Louis Vuitton from head to floor. Go knock on ring that doorbell. They're gonna look at you like, okay, keep going. They wouldn't hey, let hey, Oprah in. Hey, I'm sorry, who are you? You cannot come in. They, they would not let not Oprah. Selecting. They said that's Oprah right. couldn't come in. That's right. I remember that. I remember that. So that's what I'm telling you. So you enriching these people, making them multi-millionaires over and over and over and over and over. And then you go to their little store. They won't even let you in. Yeah. How insane after, is that? 
Yeah. And after that, they, they put out a little apology. We're sorry. We we know yeah. we love the black community. We will never sure. do that. We are striving right. for it. Of course. Da, 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 da. Of you look at the Words. exec board. You look at the Words. people working yep. high up, and it'd be just a whole bunch of white folks. You, you don't know, even have to go people? that far. Look at look at Undercover Boss. <laughs> I don't even have to go to, I don't have to even go there. So, I can look at Undercover Boss boardrooms and say, ain't no brother, sister, Mexican, yeah. Asian, nothing. Yeah. <laughs> That's real. I think, you know, man, I'm, I'm so happy that, you know, you both uh, were able to lay out, you know, the things that we want to see in Greener Passions. Mine's a small. I got I got a couple of small things. My, I just I got well, one is big and one small. The big thing is I want to see uh, all of these media people who have been defected because of things like, you know, Trump and 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 and. and and being ousted because they were telling the truth. I want to see us to come mm-hmm. together and make our own thing. So mm-hmm. Roland Martin, Dr. Boyce Watkins, Jamila Hill, Van mm-hmm. Van is it Van Lathan uh, who left Tennessee? Is it Van Jones or Van Lathan? I can forget the guy's name. I think it's Van Jones, right? Van Jones. Yep. No, no Van. No, 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 no. Van, Van is on CNN. See, I'm, oh no, yeah, Van Jones. Van Jones is the one on CNN. No, no, but the guy who got defected from TZ. What was his name? Yeah, Van Lathan. Van Lathan. Van Lathan. I want to see all all the brothers, you know, and sisters come together. And, and and make a media network we can do it you know if you need my technical expertise i can help you build it if you bring the funds i'll, I'll bring the info and i can actually help you build it and we could be successful and we, we, we won't have to look we, back we need dr umar umar johnson put him in there i'll put them all in there all i'm, I'm not i'm not excluding nobody i'm saying all mm-hmm. of them come come one come all and the other thing i would like to see is a formal apology from espn to jamila hill mm-hmm I would love to see that because mm-hmm. that sister was right and she was on point. Oh, Jamel, Jamel. Let's say Jamila or Jamel. My bad. Jamel. Let me tell you, that sister was right and on point. And I, I, I have met her only one time. I worked for ESPN and I, I've never said a black woman has been intimidating, but she was intimidated and she didn't say nothing to me. She just walked <laughs> towards me and was looking at me. And I was like, oh, shit. Let me get out of her way. <laughs> she just looked like she was about her business, you know. So I was like, "Oh snap!" She, she, on, I don't know what she do, but I'm getting out her way, <laughs> you know. And I would love for them to send her a formal apology. I don't care what she tweeted, you know. She was right. Listen, mm-hmm. it seems we have way too many feelings about our country today, but I'm glad <laughs> we have these feelings and I'm glad we had this discussion. You know, thank you, Cynthia. Thank you, thank you, thank, thank you, you, thank you for joining thank us. You. Thank you for inviting me. Yes, yes. Let the let the let the let the people know where they can find. Can the people find you on social media or any outlets that they can find, or do you not want to be found right now? Let's, let me just. Uh, well, well, well. Let's. She let, said you got the money. You can find her. You want <laughs> to <be laughs> right. That's true. That's true. Those who need to find me know where I am. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but uh, but they can uh, go to one of my websites, which is skytrypictures.com. Okay. Y'all heard that right here. We'll put a link in the description below. Listen, uh, again, thank you again. And for all y'all listening out there, make sure y'all send us a message. Our handles are in the description. Let us know how you feel about the state of our country right now. We love to hear your feedback. This has been a good one. I've been here with... She made man Freddie B jugging in for the window one time. This ain't the first time you checked in, Freddie. This is like the second or third time you done checked in. Right, exactly. <laughs> I got too many feelings right now. They all bubble up. That's all bubbling. <laughs> and who else we had on the line today? Cynthia A. Minor. That's right. Ain't nothing minor about her. She's major, <laughs> y'all. And I'm yours truly, T Staples. And make sure you catch us next time when we have too many feelings. Peace.
Chicken Salad Chick, our fan favorite delicious diva is back. With bright notes of fresh dill and crunchy cucumbers, it's bursting with flavor. And bring on spring with our seasonal strawberry and pecan salad and key lime pie. They're both a little sweet and a little tangy. Available for a limited time only. At Chicken Salad Chick, every order is made with care. And with online ordering options, we've made it easier to enjoy Chicken Salad Chick however you feel most comfortable. Available in-store, in the drive-thru, or online at chickensaladchick.com. For takeout, curbside, or delivery, we're available. Whatever you're funny, Peacock's got it exclusively. Bears beats The Office on Peacock. Stream every moment from Dunder Mifflin and explore bonus extras and exclusives. Plus, if you're looking for more classic hits, you can stream every episode of Parks and Recreation, Two and a Half Men, and every season of SNL. In the mood for something brand new? Check out Peacock's original comedies, The Amber Ruffin Show, and Saved by the Bell. Whether you're craving a new binge or familiar fave, you can find tons of comedy hits on Peacock. Get started for free at PeacockTV.com.